Hello and welcome to today's episode of the ABCs, Authors Between the Covers. What makes successful authors tick? What does it take to sell that manuscript? Is self-publishing a good option? Or is selling your book to a big publishing house still the only way to fly? What about keeping up with your first big success? We'll talk about all this and more on today's show, hosted by journalist and publisher Hope Katz Gibbs, author of Truly Amazing Women Who Are Changing the World, and PR Rules, The Playbook. Hi, this is Hope Gibbs with the Incandescent Radio Network. We are here today with Sandra Boynton, a popular cartoonist and children's book author who for decades has charmed readers with her iconic characters. In Frog Trouble, her newest book, she pairs with songwriter Michael Ford for a fifth CD book combo. It's their first country music album and features such ditties as I've Got a Dog, recorded by Dwight Yoakam, Trucks by Fountains of Wayne, Frog Trouble, of course, by Mark Lingen, thank you, <laughs> Heartache Song by Casey Musgraves, and When Pigs Fly by Ryan Adams. How did she and Ford get such top-notch stars to join in on the fun? We asked her that and more in this episode of Authors Between the Covers. So welcome to the Incandescent Radio Network, Sandra. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. So tell us, how did this book, Frog Trouble, CD Combo, Country Music Diddy, come to be? Um, well, it's actually my fifth um, book CD combination. It's a, it's a format I sort of came up with in the mid-90s um, because I love books so much um, and was known as a children's book writer and illustrator at that point. Um, and I very much wanted to go in the music writing and songwriting um, direction, and it just seemed... Um, a good choice to pair them together. So it's it's kind of an illustrated songbook, and it comes with a full-length um, CD. And I was just listening to it this morning, and just it put me in the best mood. So I recommend this to adults as well as tr- as children. Um, so your first one, your first book CD combo was Rhinoceros Tap in 1996. Is that correct? Yes. And three of your books have won big awards. Um, yeah, three of the book CDs have actually been certified gold. Um, I mean, the the album is also sold separately as a CD, um, and so they're eligible to be um, considered for, um, you know, gold certification. And one of them, Philadelphia Chickens, um, was a, was also nominated for a Grammy. So it's been, it's been a pretty exciting ride. How excellent. So what made you want to get into doing um, book CD combos and not just write books? Um, well, I'm particularly interested in songwriting and in recorded music both. Um, and my original passion was actually theater directing. Um, but once I, I have four kids and it's, you know, directing, being in theater is not very compatible. The hours aren't compatible with, with, um, with having children at home. Um, but I found actually that the songwriting and music production was, because you, you can, you can fit it in around a family life. Um, and I think the other reason was I, I didn't especially love a lot of what was done as music for children. As you say, you know, I mean, I'm so glad you've been listening to Frog Trouble. It It is meant really for all ages. It's not, it, you know, if you're hearing it in the next room, you shouldn't know from my point of view, whether it's for children um, or adults. It should, it should sound like music. Um, and that's what I so much wanted to do is to make um, songs that were complex and had complex um, arrangements and were were interesting as recordings and as songs, um, not oversimplified. 
I particularly like that the book has the lyrics and the music in it so that you can sing and read along with your kids. And if your kids are musical, that they can pick it up and play. That's pretty cool. I actually think all kids are musical um, in different ways. It's interesting. You know, I, I think schools sometimes tend to separate out who they think are the musical kids and not. And I actually think all children are musical. They just um, approach music in different ways. I agree, and I think all kids are artists, too, and we kind of beat that out of them, unfortunately. The truth to that. <laughs> so tell us about your writing and art process. Oh, gracious. <laughs> How did you, well, let's, let, let's simplify that. How did you get into <laughs> the illustration business? I actually was trying to pay my way through, gram, through drama school. So um, I was doing, um, this was in the early 70s, uh, in mid-70s, I, I started doing um, greeting cards designs and selling them myself uh, to stores in order to pay my way through school. Um, and they they kind of took off pretty quickly. So I actually never ended up getting through school <laughs> um, because I ended up um, being a professional artist um, before I'd actually uh, f finished my, my graduate school. Where, did, where were you at school? Oh, I went to Berkeley, and then I went to Yale. I actually dropped out of two wonderful drama schools, not one. Um, so I, I was an undergraduate at Yale, and then I went to, to Berkeley and then back to Yale for, for graduate school. Well, it sounds like you were destined for greatness no matter what you did. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you... Go ahead. Fun, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> so tell us about your partnership with Michael Ford. How did you guys connect? Um, we connected because I was actually trying to find someone who could do the um, both the technical side of music and help with the arrangement. I mean, I write the um, all of the words, and usually a lot of the melody comes with the words. So I, I've kind of, you know, finished the song um, to to a certain extent um, when I've written the words. Um, but I really needed someone to collaborate with who really understood music production and who was a great musician. Um, and I, I sent out um, lyrics to the title song, Rhinoceros Step, to a number of people, and Mike sent me back a demo, and it was perfect. And I knew immediately that's who I wanted to collaborate with, and we've been collaborating now uh, 17 years on this, and actually on video production and all kinds of things. We're just It's just kind of a perfect um, team that we have. I understand that you call him the computer whisperer. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm, I, I mean, I can use computer programs and stuff, but, but Mike has this certain ingenuity. Um, we're, we're both, um, both of us are right-brained and left-brained people, which is handy, so we're both analytical and intuitive, but I don't have that technical side that he does. And if we're having uh, technical problems with a recording or, um, you know, with a file for, for video editing. Um, Mike always seems to be able to talk to the computer in just the right way to get it to cooperate. <laughs> Excellent. I think we could all use a little bit of that in our lives. <laughs> use that. So was it tough to round up such stellar singers as Brad Paisley, Ben Folds, and Dwight Yoakam? It, uh, yes and no, it was. It took a lot of, of, a lot of patience um, in a way because there's they're so busy and so many people wanting something from them. Um, but I, you know, since this is my fifth album, I, I actually know a lot of people in the music industry, and and I think I've got a, a pretty good reputation in the music industry. Um, so I knew eventually, you know, I, I sort of 
um, handpick my dream team, um, and I, I tend to aim a little high. <laughs> so I'm, I'm reasonably unrealistic, but it's paid off. Um, so I tend to write the songs with a particular singer in mind. Um, and so I think when eventually the – and Mike Ford and I create a pretty full demo that actually sounds, you know, a lot like a finished recording – so I think by the time the artists eventually hear hear the song that I'm proposing to them, they they actually tend to like the song. They tend to connect with the song, and that's that's very much worked in my favor. So um, I I couldn't be happier with the roster we have on this album. It's just all my favorite singers. It's just I'm I'm still I'm still incredulous when I look at this roster and and um, think of the journey. That is amazing. So you pick two tough businesses to be successful in, the music business and the children's book business. Is one harder than the other? Um, well, I guess I got into children's book. I was, I was so young that I didn't <laughs> – I was too naive to know it was hard. Um, and, um, and by the time I started doing music, I think my books were so well established that – um, you know, I'm in that sort of fortunate position where, uh, especially since it was a book CD, where bookstores um, would definitely take the project, even though it was an unusual direction for me because because I had a track record. So I've I've been really lucky um, being able to make my way uh, in in these in these worlds, sort of through the back door. Well, you've been very successful. Do you have any advice to other budding musicians and children's book illustrators? Boy, the, the path is different for every single person. So, I I wish I had advice. Um, I guess I, th- I think what what you said earlier in this conversation, you know, having fun is the is the most important thing. It's true. In other words, um, I think being very involved in what you're doing presently and and enjoying that rather than sort of saying I want to be at this place. I want to you know, be published at this level, I want to be this famous or whatever. I, I don't think that's a good recipe. I think sort of saying, what is it I most want to work on now and that I believe in? Um, and, you know, working hard to get it right to your own satisfaction, not to some idea of what people want from you. I don't I don't know if I'm making that very <laughs> that point very well, but I think there's a lot of truth to not not looking too far down the road, just very much looking at the kind of work you want to be doing. Oh, that is good advice. So staying true to yourself and then the rest will come. Is that your suggestion? It, I think that's very true. Um, and, and in a sense, you know, for myself, I haven't been very, I'm, I'm not a very forward-looking person that way, so I haven't been very specific about what I want. I think I've been quite clear what I don't want. <laughs> and I think that that helps too. Um, you know, I've never wanted to sign a, over the rights to my work, um, or have anyone else, you know, draw it. Um, so I've never licensed my characters or anything because I don't want that. And and I think being clear what you don't want might be more important than what you do want. Mm, that is sage advice, I think. <laughs> so tell us, who are some of your heroes? Oh my goodness, I have so many. I mean, my my heroes are on this album for one. These musicians, um, and including you know the, the musicians on this are all, you know. Um, not known to the same degree that the singers are. They're certainly known in Nashville. We recorded all of the instrumentals for this, you know, for Frog Trouble were in, done in Nashville um, with unbelievable Nashville uh, musicians. And, 
you know, you can't help for these. These people are my heroes. You you see how they encounter um, their instruments and their their work, um, the kind of not only skill but passion they have. Um, you know, so I guess you know my my heroes. There's so many of them. It's anyone who who um, finds their passion and pursues it um, with a kind of single mindedness. <laughs> Those tend to be my heroes. Well, that's excellent. Um, like Charles Schultz springs to mind when when I look at your work. Oh my goodness! I mean, Charles Schultz had more impact on 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 the world than anyone I can think of in the last uh, 50 years a sort of um, not only as an artist but as a sensibility and certainly for any any cartoonist I mean my my you know my drawing style has to begin with my love for for peanuts as a very young child um just uh, you know an amazing artist um and a very benevolent um, person and um, but both biographically, but in his work, it, you can feel that in his work, and and it's that kind of benevolence that um, that appeals most to me. Just just a, a positive life force, mm, and that's definitely reflected in your characters. They just make you smile, just like this album. I mean, I'm all cheered up just listening and being having it on my desk. So <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> oh, I, I had so much fun making this album. Just it just. It just made me so happy working on it. Is there any intimidation factor being, are you in the studio when the artists are recording in Nashville? Oh, I actually produce the sessions, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm setting up the session, I'm running the session. I'm, you know, that's, that's actually one of my favorite things to do, and I think that's because of my theater directing background that sort of got shunted in, <laughs> into this area. But um, I guess I've done it so much, I'm not, um, I, and I love it so much that I'm not really intimidated anymore. I mean, I think I've recorded, I don't know, 75 tracks at this point um, over the five albums. And I, I think the thing I'm most interested in is working um, with a recording artist, um, you know, or an actor if, if it's theater. I've done some theater since, but um, to 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 find to to help the artists find their way in a in a song or in a play is just uh it's just exhilarating it's a really cool collaboration and you're working on some videos now is that right i am i just um just directed about three weeks ago a video um, with josh turner uh, who's on this album doing a song called alligator stroll and we shot the video um in nashville and there are actually, oh boy, there are nine kids in the video, and there's Josh Turner, three of the musicians who are on the album, and uh, my two, two of my children, my two daughters, are in it because they're dancers, um, and and another dancer. Uh, so it's a, you know, it's a short video with a lot of wonderful people in it, and um, we shot. Um, in two places in Nashville. One was this amazing farm, um, and it was a great shoot other than it was 95 degrees, but I hope you can't tell that in the video. And the next day we shot in a, a what's called a white, white stage um, with just the kids, and it was, it was a great, great experience. Wow. When, can, when will that be available, and where can we see it? Um, I'm hoping it will be... Um, we've actually just finished the first edit yesterday, and now it needs sort of 
you know, post-production, color correction, and evening out. But it, it will be ready in a couple of weeks. I think it's going to be broadcast a month before this album comes out, and the album comes out September 3rd. Um, so there are a couple country music um, stations yes, are, that are interested in broadcasting it, but they want to obviously see it first. So we, we have some uh, genuine interest in actually um, getting it on the air, which would be pretty exciting. Very exciting. So what's next for you? This is a big project. Very exciting. What do you have in, in store? <laughs> what's next for me? I think I'm going to do my Christmas shopping for last year. And <laughs> I never got around to it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I never really know. Uh, I mean, I'm, I have one more video to edit. Uh, we're doing a fan-sourced video for the Dwight Yoakam song on the album. The song's called I've Got a Dog. And, um, you know, there's a contest for people to send in their photos to be part of that official video for that um and then it's um i think a lot of um sort of you know bookstores and things to try to um get people to hear this album that i'm so proud of excellent well I highly recommend it to everyone is it okay if i play it for a few seconds before we go i would love that i'd be thrilled uh, it really just, it's such a happy, fabulous thing. <laughs> I've got a dog, and he's got me. We get along so easily. Wherever I go, he's by my side. I've got a dog, I'm satisfied. I've got a dog, he howls along. Whenever I play. And we're so satisfied to have been here with you, Sandra. Thank you so much for your time and uh, on the Incandescent Radio Network, Authors Between the Covers. And we look forward to talking to you again when your next book comes out. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you talking with me. That's it for today's episode of the ABCs, Authors Between the Covers, hosted by journalist and publisher Hope Katz Gibbs author of Truly Amazing Women Who Are Changing the World, and PR Rules, The Playbook. Be sure to check back next week on the Incandescent Radio Network for another interview with a successful author who is happy to share their story. Here's to writing your heart out and keeping your dreams alive. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>